Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Bravely I had fought and slain my enemies. Honor and glory are mine. But though I fight until the desert sands themselves were red with blood, could not bring back the dead. Oh, overactor! Now he's king of Persia. Oh, did he finally get the king? Did the queen die? Not if you believe the rumors that the queen is still alive and lives in Reno. Anyway, ooh, she's good. She's doing the uh, Reno retirement tour thing. Yep, blue hair, pulling the slots. What do you call the? She's doing the residency sure. as they would. Sure. Yeah. They should go to Missouri, Branson, Missouri next and retire there. It'll be great. Hey, oh, everybody. She's doing some Elvis impersonations. I go hope ahead, so please. as well. Uh, hey, welcome to Play Retro, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I have no idea why the old guy in a robe plopped this huge timer thing on my bedroom floor. But sometimes mm. some things tell me that a brave young cave dingus will escape prison and head this way. <laughs> He'll save me, and we'll have lots of little baby princes of Persia, Mm. and uh, maybe one day they'll make these games good again, like this one. And I'm not holding my breath. That's just what the sand... But that's that's just makes the sands fall faster. Falling faster. I think we played the same game because I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and it feels like a thousand and one nights since I set out to save the Persian princess from that weirdo with a beardo who set up a giant sand timer in Scott's room in his chamber with his do or die marriage proposal now the only thing standing between me and my potential future lover's hand is the ability to jump this chasm with bloody spikes at the bottom no problem (laughs) and i'm dead enjoy your princess jafar i'm going home not now shadow man i'm going home that's right that guy with the robe freaks me out i don't like him Guy with the robe. I don't like any guys in a robe, but I will say this. I like doing the show. And we like talking about things like <laughs> Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia is a big deal for gamers. We'll get to all that coming up before we do, though. Have you ever been so good at a video game? I'll give you an example. Right. Have you ever been so good at Unreal Tournament from the year right. 2000? Right, right. Nobody was able to withstand your blows in the game right, like that. Right, right. Do you, do you, do you relate know, I, to that I actually at all? Know this feeling. I actually know this feeling very well. Because that's that was me. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got some good smack talk this week. Uh, Scott's talking about this uh, this revival that that me and him have been uh, messing around with with the Unreal Tournament. Since I guess I guess they're not going to do anything with it proper, right? It doesn't seem like it. If you go, if you still go over to Epic's page, the Epic Store, yes, there's a whole section on Unreal, and in that Unreal section, there's like a 
I don't know. Coming a, soon. A, a, it's, coming it's, soon and a build that yeah. maybe is sort of a beta build thing. I don't even know if you can download it still. All I did that's, a while ago. No, all of that's is all that that's gone, gone now? So it, it's I, on the website. Look, they're, but it's sw- gone. they're swimming in Fortnite money and they don't need it anymore. And I understand that. But I would love if they would just take some of your Fortnite money and invest yes. it in the thing that got you where you are today. That is Unreal, the OG, especially the Unreal Tournament stuff. Make an Unreal Tournament 2023 or whatever you want to call it and make it real good. Uh, game as a service if you want. That's fine. Figure out a way to make it pay for itself the way you do Fortnite. I don't care how you do it. Bring Unreal back. All right? And it's not were, just an engine. On that. It's a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more than just an engine. It's a game. It's a tournament. Yeah. And it, it like a, a couple of years ago, they were really touting they were going to do this with Unreal Tournament is coming back. Yeah, baby. And then it just, they just kind of, they just dropped it. And uh, it, not too long after that, or during all that process, uh, there was a team, uh, a, a group of people out there that were building their own network of Unreal Tournament servers. Yep. So you can play, if you have Unreal Tournament, the game of the year edition, which I do. Which you do, yeah. Um, you can then install that and install this latest patch, and you can play with other people around the world. And I loved it so much, I decided to set up a server. So we do yep. have a server. If you're listening and you have Unreal Tournament, the the Game of the Year edition, can't buy it anywhere. By the way, Epic pulled it. Yeah, uh, from from buttholes. Steam. Good they old pulled games. it from everything. You just can't straight up get it at all. No, you can't buy it. Quick note, um, quick note, you, if you want, you can go get it on archive.org, but we didn't tell you that. Yes, All right. but we didn't tell you that. If you already purchased it in the past from good old games or from Steam, you can still install it. Right. That's how I installed it uh, was from my my Steam version. Uh, and then you go to retrogib.com. That's retrogib.com. Gib, you remember those, right? Yeah, the some gibs, called them the gibs. gibs. We called them gibs. I still don't Gibbs. know what I'm supposed to call them, but we call them Gibbs. Right. What'd you call them? They're, I know it's short for giblets, right? It's giblets is the idea. Right. But right. I don't think it was never supposed to be Gib, but I always said Gib. So. I always said Gib. I saw Gib before I knew what it stood for, and therefore it'll always be Gib in my head. Yeah. But all the server information is over there, so it'll even give you some uh, tips on how to get the game if you don't already have the game, how to install a game, how to install the patch, and then join the server. That's we right. would love for you to hop on. The server is running 24-7. It is running. In the, there's a bot always on there running around, causing havoc. Of course. So yeah. you won't be alone. You'll get to fight some of those ah, great Unreal Tournament bots. I was uh, I was more of a Quake guy. Yeah, their bots then. sucked, though. Quake 3 bots were terrible. The bots were trash. Trash. Compared to the Unreal Tournament the bots. Un- the Unreal but. bots can actually play a game of Capture the Flag with you, and and if you put, put them high enough, they can win. Like, it's good. Yes. They're actually yes, a, it's good. a challenge. Yeah. And they can they can learn and get and get tougher. You can set all that stuff in the server. Yeah. Um, by the way, right now, if you if you join, um, I, I'm really out of practice with managing servers like this. And so right now, when you start, you'll always start the same map, and then as you play... Uh, I think it's every 30 minutes it rotates, or not 30 minutes, it's 20 minutes. Every 20 minutes it rotate. I'm working on a map voting system to, mm. to get that installed. So, That's And if cool. anybody out there is an Unreal Tournament server head, and they're like, Brian, I'll volunteer to give you a hand. Do you, have facing, do you have facing worlds in that rotation or no? Do you know the map? Um, it should be in there, yeah. Okay. I, I believe it's in there. Because I want to, the goal here isn't just that we're going to talk about Unreal Tournament on an upcoming show and that we're just sort of sparked to play a bit now. 
Um, for me, this is a major resurgence because I ate, slept, slept and drank that game for years. Right. Um, me it's, too. In fact, you could actually show my content creator trajectory started with Unreal, of all things. Because Unreal Tournament is what got me in touch with these guys that were making a mod for that game called Infiltration. And oh, because yeah. I got so heavily involved with those guys, I started a MP3, po- uh, wasn't called a podcast then, but an MP3 mm-hmm. radio show that I put up on a website every week. And um, that's kind of where that started. Like yeah. the cartoon side was separate, but this whole thing kind of sprung out of that. And I can kind of trace it all the way back there. So I have really a lot of fond feelings for it. And in particular, Facing Worlds is the greatest map in the history of Capture the Flag maps of all time. And we right. are going to play that game, you and I. And we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to maybe even put low gravity and uh, Instagib on. <laughs> There's right. actually some really cool mods that I've seen. Instagib is amazing. Um, and that's built right gravity. in. That's just in there, right? Like, cause you well, just, yeah, cause you could, it has yeah, the, I, the I, mutator system. You can just go in there and tweak yeah, them. If you got the mutator system. I don't have any of this stuff turned on right now. We've got very vanilla unreal tournament running on the server right now. We're going to make it so that we can do all, we have access to all that. We can build it. We can make it better. But, um, that I want to try one mod that I seen. that looks really like a lot of fun. I don't, I can't remember what it was called or mutator, whatever you want to describe it. Um, see how what a server guy I am. Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it based on your performance in the game your character may start getting fatter or skinnier. Oh, I used to play that. What's that called? I don't know. And the fa- the cool thing the is idea. the fatter you got, the, the more you moved. Well, not just the slower you moved. You may have actually moved the same speed. It's just that oh. you, were, you were a bigger hitbox. So if yeah. people are trying to snipe you, much easier to hit you. If you were winning and skinny, you were harder to hit because the hitbox shrunk. So it's not like you just had, you know, textures and mesh going larger, but still the same hitbox. You actually became a larger target. Right. It's awesome. That's a great mode. I, I played all it. that I, shit I back in the day. I love that. Yeah. All of it. I, I never that. got tired of it. 20 or 2003 came out, played the living poop out of that. Uh, their <laughs> 04 edition of that game maybe is the peak of the series. It was so good at all those. Uh, they added vehicles and like large maps and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The Unreal series deserves better than what Epic is giving it right now. They yeah, owe their entire anything. existence to that game and its success. And yet they're just over there scrubbing their pits with Fortnite, Fortnite money, just going mm, money, money, make that game. All right. Or let right. the community but, have the code and make it themselves. Do something. Well, they, they've kind of been pretty cool about it. So old unreal on GitHub is the patch that does all kinds of different things. But the primary thing is allowing us to have, uh, you know, play online. Right. And so they, they've been, they've given pretty good leniency towards just do whatever you want community do it go for it So i'm pretty excited all right well we'll see what happens thanks for nothing tim sweeney except (laughs) except for the original game i guess (laughs) anyway uh we'll get to all that in a minute but uh or later we'll talk more about what we're going to do next week because uh it will be unreal tournament related but for today and we'll also make sure it's uh the server info is available to everybody on our discord and other places uh so you guys retrogib.com yep retrogib g-i-b not jib Mm mm-hmm Gib. Nope. Gib. Com. G-I-B. Just like GIF and GIF. All right. Uh, where are we now? Oh, I know where we are. Shall we play a game? Not only shall we, it's more like will we, and we will. Oh. And we did. Have we? We played a lot. It's Prince of Persia time, everybody. You may be familiar with the classic Prince of Persia uh, series started in 1989, a rotoscoped animated thing 
that was a blend of platforming and puzzle solving gameplay, but in a lot of ways would be the progenitor of not just games like it, but games uh, that would take kind of their own path. Things like Metroid, things like Castlevania. They, they kind of were the later versions of what this thing was trying to do. And uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about two, and we're going to talk about the weird Prince of Persia 3, 3D thing that happened in 99. Now, we all know that maybe the greatest Prince of Persia game of all time is the PS2 era uh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time. An amazing game. All right. No question about it. Nobody questions it. It's incredible. Uh, I think we're still waiting for a remake from Ubisoft, Um, but it is an amazing game. Or maybe that happened already. I can't remember what happened. Well, with that. well, we have the most. We had the most recent one that just came out. Uh, the Lost Crown. Yeah, right? that's the so, new side-scrolling business, and yeah, and it yeah, takes 2. it 5. kind of kind of takes it back to its its roots, which is another reason right. we wanted to do this. But uh, anyway, we're going to talk about all of that. Let's start with Prince of Persia one, and uh, here's what that would have sounded like when you booted it up. Oh my gosh, the memories! The memories! I can feel it. <laughs> so, depending on the computer now, you played it on, you may not have had this level of audio fidelity. Um, some some right. versions of this, which I did find, I didn't, I didn't capture them all. Although <laughs> for Prince of Persia two, I did, and I'll talk to you about that in a minute. But some <laughs> some of these, you know, if your card, if your machine didn't have a good sound card, you were you just got a lot of beeps and boops. That was just the yeah. way it is. And that was and this was a time that you could have a machine with the beeps and the boops. Mm-hmm. Quite is quite possible. Pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure this was pre let's see, what was this? Eighty nine, right? Right. Oh, well before I had one. In fact, I don't right. think well, I actually played Prince of Persia until I had a proper computer, and that was probably ninety two or three. I had a three eighty six right. that would run it. So yeah. I, I had think- so I I never played Prince of Persia. I had friends who played Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. I've never played the first one. Let me correct myself there. I played some Prince of Persia games before. I never played the first three. I didn't I saw people playing it. I had friends who played it and I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. Doesn't like Mario though. <laughs> um so whatever. <laughs> um I and I thought that this if you had asked me before I started this week, where did this come out? Yeah. I would have said, Oh, this is a this is a PC game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, it started on the Apple II. As a matter of fact, there's a great story uh, with Jordan uh, Mechner, uh, the creator of Prince of Persia. We've talked about him before. Uh, Karateka. Mm-hmm. I always call it Karateka. He calls it Karateka. I still can't gonna, believe gonna... it's called Karate. And he did say it, so I'm taking his word for it. But I cannot believe that. For, what, how long has it been? Forty plus years. I've been <laughs> right. calling that game Karateka. Me too. Because it's karate, uh, Karateka, uh, karate. I the same, but he had a karate instructor. So maybe he knows better than me. I can't say, but there's some great first person. Just there's some great interviews with him on YouTube. Very recent stuff where he goes back. He kept a journal during his entire game development time. And so he's not only to have a great memory. He's also has a journal to back it up. Mm -hmm. So the claims he makes seem very accurate, but I would have never guessed that this started on the Apple II, even though Karateka was the place that I remember playing Apple II. I should have known. But it was he said, he said, and I this doesn't make any sense to me. Did I miss something? He said, Jordan Mechner, 1989, he said when, well, earlier, probably like 1987 when he started development, he said that the Apple II was the number one gaming platform at the time. And I was like, what? Oh, it was big then. What? Yeah. It was huge. I'm like, I wouldn't know. I don't maybe I, in this maybe it was different I, in different territories, but in the States it was 
I could see that. I didn't know. I knew it was I, I knew it was on par with the other systems I was playing, but I didn't think it was the number one. But maybe he's maybe he, maybe his journal's wrong. I don't know. Maybe it could be wrong. <laughs> but I wanted to find out. Sure, why not? But the DOS version, the one you played, the entry you played, yeah. that was the DOS version. Yeah. And man, it sounds good. The Apple II. Hmm, beep, boop, beep, yeah, beep, okay. beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. I'll give you an example. So if you hear let me play this at the top here. So let me pull this back here. Okay, this music right here. Yeah. Now, imagine you hearing that on a PC that didn't have a sound card, or we weren't there yet with that kind of sound synthesis. So this is what you would have heard if you had not a good sound card. Terrible, dude. It's freaking terrible. <laughs> the, the so we've talked a little bit about this in the past. D- during the late nineties, I mean, I'm sorry, the early nineties, all the way through the nineties, for the most part, we were all over the place with audio. We were getting ready to start doing, you know, CD stuff, and just it was all over the place. My the my favorite experience of this week was playing it. Um, I forget which system it was, but it used the Roland MT32. Uh, MIDI player, mm, and yeah. uh, it was, it was great. Yeah, I have it some of that great. for um, uh, two. When we get around to talking about Prince Persia Two, I have a version of right. that with the audio that is from that. It is awesome. Sounded so good Here, back then. Here's a couple of places that you might have uh, played Prince of Persia. If you play Prince of Persia, which you probably have, you might not have played it where we did. Even though the DOS version was pretty big, the Apple II version yeah. not big at all. No, um, we had it on the Mega, the Atari ST, yeah. the Amstrad. The Sam Coop, which I found very interesting. It was kind of a, the Sam Coop is kind of a, a what was, what was the competitor to exactly? Maybe the Amiga, but anyway, no, no, it was, uh, it was, the, uh, it was the Zed. That's what it was. A, it was a competitor to, um, anyway, never even heard of the Sam Coop until today. That's I, news. I never heard of the Sam Coop until this past week. Like any, I'm sitting any, here going, Oh yeah, the Sam Coop's got, <laughs> is anybody out there sitting on a couple of Sam Coops? They want to ship to us. Sam Coops. Yeah. Get us our Sam Coop, son. Does the Spectrum, TurboGrafx-16, <laughs> yeah. the FM Towns, we've yeah. talked about that before, the Master System, oh, Super yeah. NES, Sega CD. If you had a computer or some type of equipment, it was coming to a place near you. Yeah, you it were getting coming. it. You just didn't, either you didn't know it or you didn't know it because you played it. And if you didn't, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I thought that this was the bee's knees when it came out. I I had never played anything quite like it. It was mysterious and dark and cool. Most of the game takes place sort of underground in these, you know, these dungeons, these these prisons uh, space. And there's something about that I really like. Some of the reasons I never really got around to playing two, because two looked like it was like, well, now we're outside and the sun's out. And I'm like, that's not fun. Right. I, I want to be in this like, right. dark nightmare is where I want to be. Um, yeah. And it, you die a lot, like a whole lot. Don't let this video I'm playing right now of an expert runner fool you. If you've not played before, you will fall into some spikes and croak. Uh, you will fall off cliffs and die. You will land uh, on what looks like stable ground and find out it's just a, a loose rock, and then you'll fall through. You'll get chopped by these metal things. Like that's just yeah. the, that's just the way of it. So you're gonna you're gonna jump and you're gonna hit uh, panels that are gonna fall on your head. You're you're gonna die. That's really what the game's about. The game yep. is about dying. Yep. And uh, it's it's really about fine control. So we're back again. Jordan Mechner used rotoscoping in the first game, the the Karateka that he made, and he used rotoscoping here as well. And so the character is th- the way it's animated is so gorgeous and also hilarious sometimes. Um, and it's a really different 
it's a really different thing than other platformers that you're playing. Um, because you know, you're not running and jumping in woohoo and, and, you know, uh, you know, and having the game kind of cheat for you a little bit, mm-hmm. you've got to time this stuff. This is a game of, uh, run to a spot, stop, align, jump. And it's, it's really difficult in some of the earlier versions because like on the Apple two, you're probably, you're probably playing with the keyboard and mm-hmm. on DOS too, you're playing with the keyboard. Oh, and yeah. yeah. So you, you've got your arrow keys that you're you're managing or whatever you're mapped to it. And so you're running left or right. And then you got to jump. Well, you got to do that by clicking up while holding down the movement. Mm-hmm. It gets tough. And yeah. then if you want to climb down, whoo, you got you to gotta come to a stop and you got to crawl a little bit. You got to slow down. No, a lot of control. This game's not, the game's not screwing around. And like Brian said, this is an important note on that. Uh, keyboard and mouse, or not even mouse, just keyboard controls. You were limited to you know, arrow keys and a space bar. Mm-hmm. If even that, I may have jumped with something else. I don't even remember. I, well, you probably did the arrow up. Uh, the up was the up arrow was the, the common way to do it. So yeah, now that you uh, say that, I think that's all you had. You just had arrow keys. Yeah. And yeah, we were okay with it because it's the best we had, but this wasn't like some, you know, super <laughs> locked in D pad with all the fidelity we expect out of modern controllers uh, or even keyboard and mouse systems today. This was right. a hard game from top to bottom it was methodic, like you described, slow to by design. It wasn't Mario, it wasn't Sonic, it wasn't that. It was something where you were like, I got to stop here. I got to think before I do this. Okay, if I, mm-hmm. if I loosen up that rock, it's going to drop. But how far of a drop is it? Oh, it's not too bad. I won't die. And maybe I'm supposed to go down here. So I'll go down here. Oh, I guess I'm not. There's just a bad guy down here. Well, let's fight him. And the sword play, very Karateka-like. Yes, and Pirates-like. Do you ever play Pirates? Uh, back on the apple no i never did play oh, that oh my so is the sword good? this the swashbuckling is very similar to that uh the pirates and uh karateka uh you <laughs> you you you're fighting you're only fighting one enemy at a time in the first one which is good because it takes everything you got to control and be intentional with your character no it's and, the og uh, it's the og uh, uh the souls like this game in a lot of ways yes Yes, it right? is very Souls-like. Yeah, because he, you got to think about the animation, too. So he spent a lot of time, Jordan Mechner spent a lot of time with that rotoscoping and animation, and you better believe it's going to finish that animation cycle before it receives your next input. Yep, yep. <laughs> You're not wrong. And it was kind of violent for its time. Um, oh, super violent. Yeah, I remember, I don't know when this would have been, but I remember my mom being shocked by it. I yeah, you've this- got you've got people falling quite frequently from uh, from ledges onto spikes that are uh, intentionally uh, trying to kill you because they're usually hidden until uh, you you start to walk near it mm-hmm. and then it'll it'll engage and you've got a lot of gates you have to go through. Mm-hmm. The reason why we're seeing a lot of this, by the way, I didn't know this until I watched the interview. I don't want to give too much away about the interview because it's an amazing interview on YouTube. Look for Jordan Mechner, Prince of Persia. It's great stuff. He talks about his inspiration being the first 10 minutes of uh, the Indiana Jones movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, that's cool. Um, I like that. Yeah. It, and so that that running, uh, jumping chasms, uh, avoiding spikes, like spikes coming out of the wall, uh, you know, and also uh, opening gates and going through gated areas. Mm-hmm. That was all just from, from baked in from the beginning. That was the game he wanted to make, except he didn't want to make uh, the character be violent, but eventually he realized he had to. 
Oh, we just he wanted he had to, to make for it to make it fun because do a, do a peaceful know, run through the game. I I can't even imagine yeah. what this game would be like like that. That would be weird. If all you're doing is just jumping and yeah. trying to get to Jaffa, the uh-huh. vizier. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, he's an a hole. I don't like that guy. He can. But, uh, you know what he's good at though? He can conjure a big uh, time sand bottle thing out of nothing. He's good at that. I give that him credit. thing is. I I I laughed out loud when he uh, he's 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 in uh, the princess's uh boudoir that her chamber and you know he he he's 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 taken over so he throws down this giant sand clock yeah and i mean it was huge and it was she has like okay so you got does she have like an hour to make the decision because i think that's how long no it's gotta be more than that because each each uh stage i guess you would call it so you got to complete a, a an entire area in 60 minutes we talked about this last week or was it week four we don't care much for those timers this yeah. one's 60 minutes and you're going to need every bit of it because you're going to die 100 million times you're going to start back over yeah every I, time i th- if it was, i'm glad you brought that up because if i came away from my brief time with it this week it would be this that the timer bugged me and i hated it um, yeah. i really wish there wasn't <laughs> one I don't, I know you can, you know, there's hacked ROMs, there's ways to play this. So there is no timer, but right. It's an, it's a crucial part of the game. And even like sands of time later would use like time as a thing in thematically throughout the series. Sometimes it's used as actual time travel. Sometimes it's used as just hurry your ass up and get in here and save the princess. (laughs) It's the latter. I don't like, I don't like being timed. I hate it. I hate I, I liked the time manipulation. In Sansa, I did not care for it here. It would remind you every five minutes because you're you're so focused, you're so laser focused on making each of those jumps and going. Okay, have I what have I learned? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've learned that I've got to launch my foot at, at this point, or that I can walk up to the edge and I can I can clear this chasm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or I can go slow here and the spikes that they pop up they won't kill me. Yeah. You're trying to get all of that under control, and you finally start to get a rhythm. And then the little clock cup pops up and goes, 45 minutes left. Yeah. What are you and doing now? Like, no, I yeah. don't want to do it. It's too much pressure, man. I don't want any game to do that. And I know this is a me and you as well, I guess, to a degree. But I, I know it's a problem with me with every it's not just Prince of Persia. It's a, it's a thousand games that have a time mechanic. Right. I hate them. I, it's <laughs> not that I hate this game. I obviously respect it for what it is and everything. But I hate being I don't like being on a clock ever. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like give I mean, me a minute. That, Let me breathe. Enough, you know. Yeah, that's I, what you've talked about it before. I'm the same way. We, I think maybe because of the trauma that was the arcade, it always felt like you were on a clock. Like mm-hmm. they were, they they, <laughs> they took trauma. your quarter, yeah. and we, we're gonna we're gonna gift you a minute and thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, gift. Yeah, hurry <laughs> up and get around. And make sure you get to the checkpoints quick, or else, huh? It's another yeah. 20 seconds you're going to have to pay for. If I'm at home, I'm like, I paid for this thing, man. I hope I did. I might have got the demo. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about and that. Any of, your 13... modes, any of your modes in modern games even where they're like, hey, there's a little uh, fight and training ground over here where you can earn some extra XP and a couple of skill points if you can beat the clock. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep walking. Yeah, F you. you know? Right. I'm not here I don't remember that. how many... I don't remember how many pilots. So, you know, they're, they're rushing you along so you can get, get through this and you're trying to combat, you're trying to, you know, make jumps, you're trying to solve puzzles. I was trying to think of how many other games that I was trying to solve environmental puzzles. Cause you got to step on a lot of platforms to, uh, that will, that will open gates. And then you gotta be careful because there'll be another a platform right after that you'll step on and it'll close the gate. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I just yeah. jump over here. I just... And you gotta, you gotta go back. There's 13 levels of that crap. And, 
I don't know if you did this part or not, because if you played a lot of the cracked versions of Prince of Persia, um, you wouldn't have to to face it. But there is a copy protection in this thing. So we've got oh, really. Yeah, like I think in level two it starts. So level one lets you play it. It's like there, there's your free demo. Yeah. But if you if you're playing past level one, you get to level two, there's a bunch of uh potions and with different letters on them. And uh then it'll say, refer to the manual, page four, sentence four, word two. And you have to go figure out which one it starts with. And if you some are poison, and if you get the right one, it opens the door so you can go to the next one. So you can that's some too. sneaky, that's some sneaky analog security. I like that's, it. That's some sneaky, sneaky stuff, sis. Yeah, I like it a lot, actually. You don't yeah. see that very often. I've seen other games that do similar things, but making you look at a manual that, you know, back then you wouldn't, you can't just fire up the internet and see it. Like no, you had to have no. the physical thing. I think that's great. You had to do it. Now, I I did not make it far enough in Prince of Persia. God bless me. Um, I did not make it far enough to Shadow Man. Shadow Man comes along. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're not familiar with that character. Yeah. He's the he's the one that pisses you off because he is uh, he's you, but with some pixel shifting so that you look like a shadow. And he comes along and screws you over. So, he did, they did this you know, in um, the first, what did we cover? Oh, the first um, Lara Croft game had a similar yes. thing where you had to fight yes. your shadow or something. You had to fight your shadow. Yeah. It, it become, you know, become like a very inspirational thing. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you'll, he'll, he'll go, he'll grab your potion for you sometimes, or sometimes he'll, oh, he'll close a gate after you open it. By the time you get to the end, you're ready to kill him. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> from what I hear. He's a bastard. I'm like, yeah. That makes sense. I remember so I him kill- from ba- I remember him from back in the day, and also I've seen a bit of him on the video today. But I don't remember. I don't remember a lot about what it took to beat him. Do you have to beat him? Like fight him? Oh yeah, you got to fight him. Well, you don't fight him. He, basically, he's the what? What do they call it when there's the run ahead guy? So he's he's like the he's like the bad guy in Castlevania. It's like you get a chance to kind of face him, but then he just runs off, and then you, oh. have, to keep, you have to keep chasing him at the end of each level. And he's all like, "There's a there's a trope for that." Yeah, where the princess is in another castle. It's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just keep. Oh, you got away. Yeah, darn you! Yeah, I'll, no. I guess I'll have to go to the next dungeon and find try again. Yeah, thirteen levels of that game. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and unless you're on the SNES version, I uh, there's two that I really played. I played well. First of all, I played the Apple II because I wanted to see the origin. It's a very, it's a very nice experience on the Apple II. Believe it or not, except it's for this basic. Whoops, this. Yeah, you don't want that. It's, it, it's basic, but it, it's fine. It's very solid gameplay all the way through. The DOS version to me was better. The Amiga version was fantastic, and then you get to the SNES version. Now, this is a time when Nintendo was kind of going, um, we'll take, we'll do, we'll take a port, please. Um, yeah. However, we'll want to do our own thing. Thank you. Because we want to stand out from our competitors. Um, and they did just set that. And it actually ended up being one of the better uh, ports. It's a little bit at the higher fidel- fidelity. If yeah. you will, little, I like the look uh, of it. It's cool. Yeah. Sound is, is really good. Um, I, they, I they gave him his corny little effort. pointy shoes though, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little more realistic and it's kind of more stylized if that's possible. I don't know how you would say that, but how about it's a different style? It's a different stylization. It, it is. This one's okay. Yeah. I, I, I played a tiny bit of this. I wasn't sure. I thought this was a Genesis port, but I think I, it was SNES that I played. Right. There's oh. a Genesis port that I, is that the one that never made it uh, or was maybe. it two that never made it to Genesis? I think it was two that never made it. Uh, but it's still got all the same vibes, all the same beats, same type of movement, same yeah. type of speed, kind of slow and and plodding. 
but uh, you get 20 levels here. So it's, I think it's got the original 13, but you have additional seven levels. So mm. that's, that's a lot of game for, you know, justification. Yeah. Yeah. This $50 is a $50 Prince of Persia game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing the game features a lot of, which I, you know, other games would mimic this or just do this, but a lot of backtracking um, more, more than I'm yes. comfortable with in a modern game. Now I don't mind it in an old thing. Cause I get it where you had limits. Then everything was magic. We didn't care. But these days I'm spoiled and you shouldn't make me backtrack as much as this game. You shouldn't make me backtrack. Yeah. The first thing you do when you play Prince of Persia, one of the first things you're going to notice is like, shit, I got to go back the same way I came and make all those jumps. Cause the first thing you're trying to do is get to the sword. Mm-hmm. You, you drop, they, they drop you in and uh, you're running around exploring and you, you finally come across a sword or if you did like I did, I accidentally went the wrong way because it's kind of like Metroid where you, where you start out and if you go the wrong direction, there's the bad guy. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no. Yeah. Um, I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready because yeah. he will kill you fast. Yep. If you'll you be dead. You'll be starting over before you know it. And you'll have to you'll hear. Be, yeah. You have to hear that shitty freaking intro music. <laughs> you hear this again. Anyway. But, uh, but when want, I got, when yeah. I got the sword the first time, I tried so hard to try every alternate path that I could think that might would get me back without having to go across the top. I did not want to go across the top and take the chance of those jumps because if you fall, if you fall and die, you have, you got three bottles of health. Uh, and if you, if you fall far enough, you're definitely going to die insta death. And if not, you may hurt yourself bad enough three times just to start over again. And Oh my God. So I was using, I was using emulation with this. And so I was able to do save points whenever I wanted, but, um, Oh, that's nice. In the original game, I'm pretty sure you just started over. Right. Oh, there was, there's, there's no saving. I, except I think there's a, there's some, there's some features that come along, uh, with the later ports. And this is something that will kind of, uh, be explored in the first one and the second, when we look at the ports, they allow you to set the speed and maybe even do some saving. I think the SNES version allowed you to have three speed or no, those maybe five speeds mm. that you could choose from, um, for your exploration, walking, um, and the fighting. So if you felt like it was just too slow, which some people I'm sure did, especially by 94 or so, when I think the SNES port came out, um, that you could adjust that. So there was definitely some things that they were trying to make it more in line with other games. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people was like, this is just too hard. This is just too hard, too plotting, too slow. Yeah, I guarantee there Fix were people it. like that. I didn't feel that way at the time, but other games made me feel that way later. And I was like, mm. yeah. if you've ever played Karateka, you think this is a speed. You think this is fast. It still sounds like <laughs> such a bullshit word when I hear it. It still just cannot. It really does. It really But Karateka boy, you you go back and play that cuz you think, "Oh yeah, they were kind of similar in speed." No. That is some slow ass game in they there. They should call it Take Your Time Kaka. <laughs> time Kaka. Time Kaka. You'll get there eventually, Kateka. Kateka. Yeah, it's a long it's a long slog. Now let's dive into two. Now two had a lot on its shoulders. Two is like, "Hey, we got to follow this up. This has to be good." Yeah. And we've made a lot of money. We want to make more. We want to make more money. So here's what two sounded like. Oh, listen to that. The shadow in the flame. Right. In ancient Persia, there lived a sultan who had an only daughter whose beauty was like moonrise in a clear heaven. Now it happened that the Sultan left his kingdom to fight in a foreign land. 
There's more to the story, I think. Here comes oh, yeah. more. In his absence, the princess fell in love with a young traveler who climbed the palace wall to see her. Yeah, that's your flimsy uh, love story right there. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna go we're not gonna go too far, straight too far away from the original, right? No, not really. And also, no. just graphically, while there are improvements, uh, the game's very similar. I don't know why this guy's playing it the way it's, he's playing it. It's, I love he's doing it's just a little frog hop. Little frog you, could, hop. you could crouch. You could kind of crouch in this game. Maybe he's found a way that is it works. Maybe there's kind of like a little cheat in how the game mechanics work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty funny though. This a is a really this runs. is a super fun one to watch speed runs on. Um both both yeah. these games, one and two, because because the games are so inherently slow that it is it seems ridiculous how people have overcome that <laughs> and yeah. can do it so quickly. I don't I don't think I have the patience. Well I, look hat if I had a hat on oh, I do have a hat on. I would take this hat off to all speedrunners. I respect yes. your work. You guys are amazing. I can't do this shit. I couldn't do it. It's too much. It's too it, much. It really, it really, you know, because you have to, you have to play something over and over. I mean, we play, I played this over a lot, but I, the, the amount of dedication it takes to be a speedrunner to learn every little shortcut. I know they share stuff as well with other people, but it's a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of learning. No, thank you. I, the game's hard enough without it. Now, is this the place of uh, the place? Is this the uh, PC version? This is the PC DOS that? version. It's also yes. in a slightly wider format. So I think this may be modded, but the uh, generally speaking here, the graphics are from that DOS version of the, of the, yeah. of two. Um, yeah. And ooh, and he has to fight his Medusa head. That's a good time. Oh, that floating Medusa head is so cool. But the game, you're right, is still is pretty much the same as the first one. You're still going through caverns, and uh, you're still you're still pretty much moving at the same speed. However, the the fighting does get a little bit faster and a little bit weirder. You're, you're fighting more than one person at a time sometimes. Well, they they come in waves. How about that? Yeah. And uh, but you're still pretty much you trying to beat the clock. You're trying to uh, to navigate all through, explore, backtrack where you have to. Um, and you got and I, you got I, a I lot really of a lot of battling going on here. Listen to this guy falling the fall screams. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> the fall screams are pretty good. Jordan Mechner uh, was uh, slightly involved, but not as much with this one. He pretty much had complete control with you know when he was at doing this for Broderbund the first time. And, and this time around, uh, he was more like a consultant, uh, and yeah. it was to the Sultan. Uh, and yeah, but it, it was, it's a, I, to me, it's a, it's a pretty good try to keep, uh, to keep in line with what the original was and not stray too far and give us just more of what we loved. Well, what would happen in this Personally. game in two, if you ran out of the timer, do you know what happens? I think you just die, right? Just I've never die. run out of the timer. Come to think, what have I have I come run out of the timer? I can't even remember if I ever ran out of the timer because I did back in the day. I didn't play long enough this time, to right? Know. So I don't know. Oh, that's one, a good question. One or two, I guess, for that matter. I don't know what happens to you. It's like you get a kill screen or something stupid. I who I can't remember. I was gonna say who knows. Everybody knows. I don't know. Everyone knows but me. <laughs> the internet knows. Yeah, the internet knows. We could probably look that up. Um, right. I'm sure it's now, very disappointing and just send you back to the start. So f that. I'm sure. I'm absolutely. I'm sure that. you'll just have to go back to the start, start from all all the way from the beginning, and the clock restarts. And and is Jafar back? I think so. By the way, something interesting happened on the way to uh, Prince of Persia two. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, Prince of Persia one released before 
Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin. Yeah. Um, you'll notice there's some there, you know, their source material is is pretty much the same. So you're gonna see a lot of things that look similar. Yeah. Um, and I've seen where some people are like, Oh, Aladdin stole from Prince of Persia. And that's the other people say, Prince of Persia stole from Aladdin. And I'm like, Well, they people stealing from each other all the time. That's what you do. You know, they uh, both, you Mecca, know, they both did. They both stole from the Alibaba 40 thieves business. That, so there, yeah, 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 it was the thousand. Yeah, it was the thousand and one. So, you know, it's all been stolen, not to mention Mechner was used rotoscoping, which was uh, perfected, if not invented by Disney uh, many you know decades before. So, right. but at this point in time in 93, we definitely, even if you hadn't played Prince of Persia one, you definitely had probably were aware of Disney's Aladdin. And uh, Prince of Persia 2 may have seemed like a little bit of a, you know, oh, we're doing this, huh? Yeah, mm. a little bit. And also, it didn't help that they had um, two hit games on 16-bit systems that year with yeah. actual uh, Aladdin. So once Aladdin. again, you know, once again, Disney puts off this impression that they invented things. They didn't. They borrowed some right. things and then made very popular output based on those things. But they don't own this shit. is <laughs> theirs. They, they, were, they were just, in, in my opinion... Um, some people say try to look at the timelines and they go, well, you know, Prince of Persia was released before Aladdin. I'm like, well, yeah, but animation at that time was taking about four years for a project to be completed. And then planning time was even longer than that. And I was like, and then video game development, we already heard Mechner say, you know, how long it took him from the time he, you know, and incepted the idea to the time he was actually able to do it was at the end of the Apple II era. Uh, computer. So, I mean, well, it happens now too. Like I remember in 2011 yeah. when uh, I was at BlizzCon and Blizzard announced uh, the Missa Pandaria expansion and everybody was like, Oh, it's like, pan- they're just doing that Jack Black Panda thing, pan- Kung Fu Panda. Right. That's right. all this is. This them playing up on, up on that. And I'm like, do you guys realize how long a, the Pandarans have been in the Warcraft universe a lot longer than this. Right. And B, they started that expansion years before that thing, before that movie came out, which is, I think, 2010. Yeah. Um, people just like a fight. That's all. It, it, well, that and people, you know, it's like when you get a new car or a new car to you, it's like, oh, now I realize everybody drives this particular car. Yeah. Because you really weren't, you really weren't watching for it. And now you are. And sometimes ideas just flow. We all are receiving a, a lot of the same information and we get insp- inspired by certain things. Who knows? Maybe that type of music was hitting really big at the time. And it was like, Oh, this was a natural progression. I don't, I don't fault anybody, uh, except for, um, uh, power world. Um, I don't fault anybody <laughs> for stealing any, <laughs> even, even that is ripping the headlines. Yeah. Tonight on court, that's going to be almost our entire subject. That thing is insane. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I love it, but it'll be oh, fun. So the kudos that I, 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 I heaped upon, uh, Nintendo for their, uh, pretty good Prince of Persia one game port. Um, I gotta, I gotta take it all back for Prince of Persia Two: The Shadow and the Flame. Uh, it, it is. There is no speed control, and it runs fast the whole time. As a matter of fact, I spent like twenty minutes trying to figure out what was wrong with my emulator mm. because I was like, something ain't right. Why is this thing running at this speed? And I verified, it's crazy fast. I don't know who decided it's like, no, this is too, this is too slow for this. Makes our system look like it's slow. We need to speed it up, and it ruins everything. It mm. just it, it destroys the the fun of uh, being intentional. But I do like the al- the guys wearing the the eagle head eagle heads. Character design stuff, and this is pretty good. Oh no, it's awesome! Yeah, the little yeah. eagle people. Someone in the chat was bringing yeah. that up too. Birdman's in there. 
for hell's sake. Yeah. The, the, a lot of really cool characters this time around. Yeah. More memory, more places to add stuff. Someone in the chat says that um, the first example of rotoscoping was Clash of the Titans with the owl and right. the mechanical owl. That wasn't rotoscoped. That was just a. No, I think you're. I think you're taking a stop motion. Animation. Yeah, stop motion and rotoscoping. Totally different thing. Yeah. Right. Not. not but really. yeah, rotoscoping is where you uh you you film something. Simply put, you film something and then you take those frames and you essentially draw over top of them. Yeah, you you it's a, it's like tracing for animation is the idea. Right. So if so you're running, you got a guy human movement. You got a guy doing a run and jump, and then you film that with film, like a live action film, and then later right. you go in. And you draw on top of it and whether it's a game or a cartoon, that's kind of what you do. If you're talking what we do more now than we, well, what we do now is an example of that would be motion capture technology, which is not quite the same, but really it's just like super high end rotoscoping at the end of the day, except you're not just rotoscoping somebody's run animation. You're rotoscoping their eye movements and their facial expressions (laughs) and their hands and their fingers. And you're still, you're still sort of just copying real movement which is interesting yeah it's good um here's here's where things go a little awry we waited (laughs) we waited a few years 1999 comes around this happens excuse me sultan the princess was expecting me and i expect you to remain seated Goodness. All right. This is uh, Prince of Persia 3D. If you're going to make a third in a series, you can't miss out on using the 3D, right? Is it's that either that or you, or you put a three in your title where there's an E, you know? So it's Prithrusia or right. uh, Fathrier or any of these games that put a three in the put the three where the E is supposed to go. It drives me crazy. Um, this is a N64 ass looking piece of shit. Um, Except it's, it's on the Dreamcast. It's on yes, the Dreamcast, it but it's ugly, yeah. and it looks like the most blurry, awful N64 textures you've ever seen. Early um, 3D, right? It's, yeah, it's awkward. It's stilted. It is not a good example of where you want to see this series go. This is a bad video game. I played it for about 15 minutes and said, I'll never go back to this ever. There is no reason to ever play this again. <laughs> it's just bad. So where, where... Um, Mechner was taking, uh, it, it was making great use of the technology. This was not making great use of the technology. The, the whole, you know, what was going on is, is Prince of Persia had kind of got out of hand and they were as far as the development. So it went to red orb entertainment learning company. There was a lot of, uh, changing of hands of this game. And Mechner was not involved hardly at all, I think mm-hmm. with this one. And so, yeah, it was just another way to say it's, it's a smart idea because we had Tomb Raider uh, not too long before this, and it's like, oh, you think you got a cool adventure thing? Also, very inspired by Indiana Jones, right? Tomb yeah. Raider. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like, hey, here's our thing. Let's 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 bring this in. And it's got some ideas. It has ideas. <laughs> it does. It's got stuff in it. Um, you know, there's but a- it still it still does the same thing. There's a lot of vertical climbing. Um, they they try to squeeze in what makes Prince of Persia work. It just doesn't work as well in in this way. I think. Yeah, it it didn't make it doesn't make any sense to be slow. I don't think in 3D we appreciate the idea of controlling everything because you get into super complex systems when you start, start talking about 3d and, and complex controls and 
it's hard to jump uh, with any degree of accuracy because of uh, because of you know, perspective. It just there's just so many reasons that it's real hard to make judgments as a human to control these things in 3d. Yeah. Cause we didn't know yet. Now we have, we have no. that we, we speak the language of 3d in game development. Now it's not like we don't yeah. know what we're doing, but this was early. Nobody knew what they were doing. And as we've seen with previous episodes of the show, even including tomb Raider stuff doesn't hold up, man. It's hard. Mm-mm. Like it just Rough. seems goofy and, and janky. Did you see those remasters though? Um, tomb Raider remasters that are coming out, like maybe even this week. When is that? I see. I seen yes. I well, I seen a, a headline and an article, and I saw some uh, some stuff, but that's about it. I don't know much more than Tomb that. Raider trilogy. I think uh, remaster mm-hmm. fixes the worst thing about the original trilogy. Uh, <laughs> has a photo mode and original graphics toggle. It could be interesting. Kind of want to see it. Yeah. Um, oh, they they're gonna have an original graphics toggle. See, I appreciate that. I there was a um. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it real quick too. There's a Prince of, there was, so the Prince of uh, Persia, th- there was a couple of Prince of Persia's that came along later that required you to complete certain parts of the game to unlock the retro part. I really get, I really hate that. Oh, I don't so want not, that. That yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, I don't like that. That pisses me off. I'm like, don't hide the thing that I, why I probably got this. Yeah. <laughs> Behind me having to finish your, your bullshit. Completely agree. I don't like when they do yeah. that. When that happens, I go, no, wait, wait a minute. Who paid for this? Was it me or was it you? Right. You know? Was it the Pac-Man game that we played <laughs> that we had a, there was certain things you had to unlock and really the, the oh, people found yeah. you could cheat it by logging in, logging out. or That's why people were mad stuff. at that game. They weren't oh, mad that you could that cheat, crap. but they were mad that you, that this stuff was hidden behind. You had to get certain achievements in the previous games that were unlocked. I understand yeah. the why you would want to have some challenge in your metagame, right? Right. But the whole right. reason I come to a Pac-Man collection is so that I can play all the old Pac-Man games. That's yeah, it. Don't lock that behind a thing. If no. you want to give me some kind of cool pack skin, that's cool. I'll I'll play for that. I'll play for that. Pack skin. I'll tell you what. <laughs> anyway, Prince of Persia 3D is garbage. Don't don't mess around. It's bad. Yeah, well, you know, it's it is what it is. But there, I'll tell you what is. You know what's way better than Prince of Persia 3D from mm. 1999? Mm. There is a um a Doom mod for Prince of Persia. What? And it is it's it's not it's no vertical, no verticality to it because it's Doom. Um but you a... still have all these things where you've got to you've got to walk and you got to get past spikes and you got to fight people and they used all the used all the the sound elements and the you know the texturing and so it's a yeah, Doom so that, mod that looks just like a, a first mod. person first person version of that game. R- right. I right. would play that. I would play that. Yeah. It looked I watched some video of it and it looked pretty cool. It made me want to set up a and do the mod. Doom mods are mod cool, man. Moddb.com. I'm I'm on there all the time looking at cool stuff going, man, I wish I had the time. They love you. Oh, did you know that the did you know that the first was it the first or the second one of Prince of Persia? Anyway, on Mod DB, what got me there to begin with. Uh, was there is a level editor? I think. Oh no two way! They wanted. I think two. They wanted to include and they may have included the level editor where you can make your own. But I didn't learn a lot about that. But that looked pretty cool hmm. to kind of create your own Prince of Persia levels. I love old. I'd be down with that. That stuff. Yeah, and we talk about Unreal Tournament next week. We'll talk about that that mod scene because there was no, do that, that thing was crazy. Mm-hmm. The only only equaled by Doom probably in terms of mod ability that game. Yes. Uh, let's talk for a second about P- Prince of Persia Classic. Uh, it just deserves a little mention. This came out in 2007. Was a phone game 
I think it ended up a couple places, but phones for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think phone and a couple of systems and maybe iOS even Java. had it. Was this there is Java? And oh, this is early because this would have been that fall of that year, and that year was the year iPhones were invented. <laughs> right. Um, so <laughs> you wouldn't have had even. I don't even think the first Android phone had hit the market yet. But this yeah, was this, yeah. This was part. They had this on the Xbox Arcade for the 362, I believe. Oh, did they? Okay, that makes sense that they'd on. have it in a few places. Android. Yeah. Yeah. So there was an Android version. Interesting. When yeah, Android, out? iPhone. Wasn't Android 08 was the first consumer phone? Or do I have that? I may have that. Uh, well, it wasn't until, well, you know, just like every Prince of Persia, um, it, it launches on one platform, and then over the next five or six years, it gets ported to everything, mm. and that's what happened here. Um, looks like it, when it first came out, it was uh, on Xbox 360, then made its way to the PlayStation 3, and then in 2011 made it to the iPhone, oh, and the iPad, okay. then the Android in 2012. Okay, that makes sense. That all sounds right. The um, yeah. uh, I think I still think this looks all right. <laughs> you know, Ga- yeah, Game Loft. You know those guys. Yeah. They do stuff. Yeah. For a while, this is all Game Loft did was um, you know, not remakes, but. Well, sort of remix, but you know, stuff in other people's IPs. They now do kind mm-hmm. of their own thing. They've got that really pos- uh, uh, possible. What am I trying to say? Pro- uh, popular Prominent. is the P word popular. I'm looking for. They got that popular P-P. Disney uh, Stardew Valley like game. What's that called? Disney Starlight. Uh, is that it? Starlight is <laughs> Disney Starlight Valley or Disney's Star Starlight Valley? I like that idea. Is Dis- maybe that's it? I don't know. Now it sounds right and wrong all at the same time. D- Disney letting you farm of- farm things. I forget the name of it. Pretty much. Yeah. Good old. Disney but this is all right. This things. version is okay. I remember. I probably played this on Xbox. Now that I think about it, but I played it somewhere and thought it was a pretty good remake and i really appreciated that it had these little squigglies that would tell you where you needed to go if you hadn't gone yet so you didn't get as lost in this version of the game that helps there's no map people there there was no map you just know you 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 climbed up and down platforms and pray that you weren't going the wrong the right way wrong way wrong way right way wrong way way, willie but (laughs) you don't want to go that way no i never spend no time with wrong way willie (laughs) Um, it, it's a cool version of it. I don't think you can play this anywhere now, though. I think this is done unless there's someone. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I think it. you're probably right. Yeah. Um, if I had to, yeah, but you know, you can resurrect anything since it was True. on the 360. If you could, you could purchase it, uh, throw it in your 360. Why not? Sure. Got your PlayStation three out there. Oh, even they even had a 2015 Xbox one. So can you buy this in a store or something? Maybe? Probably still can then. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Let me see. I'm looking at this. Look up. at uh, look at Xbox keeping the old shit alive. Oh, look at this. Oh yeah, three uh, Xbox One. Um, certainly, Let's if you still own it, you can download it. Right. Let's That's see. typically how I do it. Oh, of course. There's like a million things. It's like, oh, look at the Prince of Persia new game we have. Not the one you're looking for. Well, okay. oh, here we go. Buy Prince of Persia Classic. Oh, it's loading. Is thinking about it <gasps> for two dollars and forty nine cents. Whoa. With game Pass. You can own the classic. Xbox 360 version hmm. of Prince of Persia Game Loft style. Nice. Uh, let me tell you what uh, what GameStop.com gave the review for this game in 2007. They gave it an 8.1 or great. They said the forgiving difficulty great. makes the game more fun but still challenging. Updated visuals make the game feel fresh. Nice mix of combat and platforming makes constant. Oh, sorry, makes constantly dying fun. Uh, the bad original game doesn't seem to be part of the package. And two, oh, being able to rescue the princess after 60 minutes is unfulfilling. Oh, yes. 
See, all right. all right. We still don't like timers. No, we don't, sir. We do not. Timers, no timing. Oh, by the way. Yeah. One last thing. Go. I played a lot of these ports on my Mr. FPGA hardware emulation. Yep. And one of the ones that I got running besides the, uh, I got the Amiga version, the Turbo Duo, um, and the Sega CD versions of Prince of Persia, all unique in their own rights. Um, my favorite though was playing the Macintosh plus black and white version. That is gorgeous. That probably looks really you, cool. Now that you describe it, it really does. So, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, like Godzilla minus, uh, one minus color, you know, is, is coming out the here now, very yeah. shortly. Or is soon. it here now? I think it might be, uh, might be yeah, might week this weekend. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so black and white and man, I'll tell you it is so sharp and it just pops and it looks so good. And even when he's doing the, when he's running back and forth, and some of my favorite parts of that is that rotoscoping animation. And when, uh, the, the, the character unnamed character you're playing as, uh, the future Prince of Persia runs back and forth. He does this, he does almost like this dab looking turn. It reminds me of something maybe like George Michaels would have done. It's like, he like, he just throws his hand up when he goes to turn around Mm -hmm. and the black and white version. It's the only one I saw it in. When he throws his hands up, you can actually see each finger. Mm. It's just uh, it's something about it. It is just it's magical. Nice. I'm in. I'm yeah. all in on your idea. By yeah. the way, I'm looking up for. I'm trying to find the black and white classic uh, version of this. I can't find video of it, but I love. Uh, I love how those games look. Why you? Why you do something else? I'll bring up the video recorded of it. So and then I'll just yeah bring you. that up because I want. I want to see it. I want to see it. Um, that's about it for this game. It's uh, awesome, and you should see it. All right. You should see it. You should play it. You should and play it. Uh, you should die often. Prince of Persia. You should. P-O-T. And I'll, and I will say this, as far as rotoscope games go, my favorites were, uh, nineties games. First one I'm thinking of is the one called Karateka. Oh no, no, not <laughs> Karateka. It's later. It was on the Genesis. I went to the mall at 6am to get it. Oh, it was on the Genesis of the ball, and you went to the oh, t- 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 my you, you go to the electronics boutique. Not Outer Worlds, Outer Out of This World. No, not that. The other one that came later. Someone in the chat's going to say it, and it's going to piss me off. Not Out of This World. What's the other one? Outer World. There's another one. World. They're they're doing a new one. Flashback. 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 Now that is a I great. Compar- that's a good one. Flashback. Yeah, that's a good one. I love it, but I will not lie. That thing is derivative as hell of Prince of Persia. Like oh, yeah. one screen at a time, climb, drop down, rotoscoped. It's very similar, but I love the world of it. There's a new one coming out. Uh, 2.5D kind of thing. Flashback return. Cannot wait for that. Let's see. New game. Let me just look this up. Nude game. Flashback Make to sure official right. reveal trailer. Blah, blah, blah. Took 30 years. Finally has a release date. Okay. All right. Here and while you're doing that, I've just posted the link and the time where it starts. All right. For the black and white version of that. You'll have to look at my stupid ugly mug for just a second while I'm there. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to play this. Sorry, I'm looking at this. Oh, you're looking at that microids. 30 years later. Okay. F- flashback two, baby. Flashback two. I, yeah, I forgot about this game. I forgot they were doing it, but I think it's got a release yeah. date of soon. Um can tell you right now november of last year it said but that didn't happen huh uh 
then it originally was God. supposed to be out in 2022, the winter of that year. Didn't come out then either. So what's up, guys? Well, you know, we had some we had some trouble along the ways. I don't there know. May have been a, there may have been a pandemic or two. <laughs> well, not since 2022. There, you know, mm. or last year, last I fall. I know, but you know, but you know, if you're if you're if you're working towards that in, yeah, in year two thousand for a couple of years, you know, yeah, could that's, be the road, that's what the happens. Road. the 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 tail end happens there. What was the one with the the little fart and alien that game? Um, what was that called? Oddworld. The Oddworld games. Oddworld. Those are great. Those yes, are, Oddworld is so principal. There's first, another right? example. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it, and they're so yeah. good. Uh, I'm I'm very f- thankful the game series even exists. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, Brian, I'm going to click your link now. Let's take a look at My link is the YouTube video. I fast-forwarded to the three hours of Prince of Persia I played the other night, and I I, I ran at the end the Macintosh. I love the look of all the old black-and-white Mac games. There's something about it. so detailed. Yeah. There's something about them, man. I don't know if it's because they get away with more because they didn't have to worry about color palettes. I don't know, but I love the look. Of that so and you get a much. chance to really look at the textures. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's it's a gorgeous looking game. Yeah. If you get a chance to play it in that in that mode, there's also the color. It's the same version that runs on later Macintoshes that did have color, but I just I was emulating the Macintosh Plus because it was going to be more complicated. I had to emulate the other uh, later Macintoshes in uh, the Amiga core. I was like, what? I miss that look. That sounds like work. I miss that look. Mm-hmm. I missed the look. Okay, let's move on to the next thing here. Uh, we're going to do Guess My Game. It's a game we play, and here's an intro for it. Destroy it. <laughs> we play audio from an old game. We give each other a few details, and then we have three questions each, each to try to figure out what somebody brought. I'm going to start with a game on PC in the year 1997. PC. This was a big deal. It was highly Just rated. a few years before uh, we saw this Prince of Persia, so I uh, to... We'll have to think. We'll, well have to think. Couple Pre- years. Pen- Prince of Persia. No, it'll be a post, right? Because this is 97. Oh, you said 97. Not you said 97. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Post. So it'd be, so I was going to say P-P-O-P, but yeah, still P-P-O-P. P-P-O-P. Post, pre, whatever, yeah. whichever one you want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is 1997. This was on the PC. This was a big award winner. Uh, the genres, I would say grand strategy, which included a little bit of turn-based, a little bit of pausable stuff where you'd pause and then give, uh, um, you know, uh, What's the commands and things that would then play out or real time, some real time aspects to it. It was a really interesting combination of those things. And it was published by Electronic Arts. Oh, EA. For the personal computer. All right. Oh, for the, oh, for the personal computer. Yeah, the personal one. So here is your audio. See if you can figure this out. You must hold this position at the end of the battle. This is your best brigade. These men have some experience. There'll be some more infantry coming up. Yeah! 
Bugleman. Yeah, we got Bugleman. We got all sorts yeah. of fighting. and uh, Got little, some fighting. Yeah, a little bit of this guy at the beginning. End of the battle. End of the year is a good time to check out your yeah, man he sounds, in the This sounds like some blue and gray crap. <laughs> Oh. Like we're in a Civil War kind of crap. Interesting. Is that one of your questions or, or what? But Okay, so you said you said it's JRP. No, I'm looking at the wrong screen. I was about to say, how's it a JRPG? I knew that. It is not be, that. Right? It is grand strategy. Right, turn, turn-based, real-time, blah, blah, blah. I'll even say historical strategy on the PC in 1997. Yeah, it's got to be historical strategy. I mean, it's obviously, I mean, like I said, it, the only time that you would think about these bugles and that kind of stuff would be the Civil War. So, um, yeah, is it, is it set during the Civil War in the uh, United States? I'm going to tell you, yes, it is set during the United States Civil War. Yes. All right, all right. Uh, like in 1997 on the PC, Electronic Arts. Um, <laughs> With the end of the battle. Uh, right. Um, so it's a grand strategy. Yeah. Is the is the is the is the developer were they known for making uh, grand strategy games? Like was this their whole deal? Usually yes. or was this a one time developer? Yes, this okay. is someone who's known for this sort of thing. And would, I, would they had their name in it like like as part of the title of the game? Um Yes. Yes. I will say that that is correct. That is all three of your questions, by the way. There's all three of my questions. These men are looking forward to you telling them what to do. These men here are going to die um, first. Yeah. <laughs> is this chat has it? Sid 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 Mears infantry. Sid Mears. Sid Mears. Sid Myers. Sid Myers infantry. Sid. Yeah. Is that your answer? Sid, Sid Myers infantry. Just making sure I got yeah. it. Okay, that's yeah. the full title. Sid. Sweet. Yeah, the whole title. Let's find out. Infantry no, division. It's definitely not. <laughs> it is uh, close, though. It is Sid Meier's, uh Sid Meier's. Gettysburg. 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 Of course, Gettysburg. Dick. I, why couldn't I pull that out of the brain? Yep. Never played it. Seemed too of complicated course, to me Gettysburg. at the time. But I remember friends loving it, and it reviewed well. I can see, and I can see the cover art. Oh yeah, me too. Um, lots of lots of southern head. flag stuff. Oh you know. dude, I I think this was like a staple at Walmart forever and it was one of those things where it's like uh, do I want to get into these kind of games? I'm like I don't know. Mhm. No. Because yeah. you know, we grew up during a time where every week uh Time Life was trying to sell us a book or a oh, video all the time. Yeah. Um yeah. All the time <laughs> on the bastards. subject yeah. of Civil War. Yeah. No, they were all, it was big, and they gave you a little, uh, here's your pewter collectible plate or whatever. Right, right, right. Here's yeah. your pewter. You remember the Civil War? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Ken Burns' documentary came out, and everybody quit asking questions, because that thing is so definitive. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We have all we need now. If we need to refer to something, we've kind of got the historical yeah. record. But Let me see this cover box. I, like I said, I'm almost, almost 100% sure that I've seen this like a million times. It was called... Uh, Sid Meier's Gettysburg. Sid, Sid Meier Myers. Myers, M-E-I-E-R. I know, I know. I don't know hey, why he spells I, it that I, way. So I learned it when I started playing Pirates. Yeah, Sid Meier's Pirates. And, you know, awesome. I, I, I just saw it myself. No one told me how to say it. So I just, once I got it wrong, it was just too late. It's kind of like I accidentally read Michael, is it Michael Christian? I used to call him Michael Christian or something like oh, that. Crichton? I can't remember exactly what I called him. Crichton. But he's Crichton. Crichton. Yes, obviously Crichton. But I, no one ever said it. And I was reading his books before Jurassic Park and all that stuff. And it was just something I was picking up my own. 
Oh yeah, this this is the cover art that I remember. Yeah, um, it feels like a box yeah. you could see at a Walmart collecting dust, yeah. just sitting there for a yeah. decade. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> I, I used to think, it. come on. Uh, there's some rumor that my, uh, there's a rumor floating around that Walmart's going to stop carrying video games. Did you hear about that? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's not just a rumor. Is 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 fact, right? They why are they doing they, that? They're getting it. Well, you know, they're all at Best Buy. Stop, stop is going to stop selling. Uh, you know, because they're not selling any. I mean, every time I'm in Walmart, um, I don't think I've ever. Because first of all, they got to they got to maintain those cases, right? Oh yeah, here it is. So, it's in the well, article on the Metro. It says Walmart removes Starfield and other games from stores as retailers discussing end of physical game sales. Yeah, I mean, Best Buy led this charge last year with uh, earlier in the year with with you know getting rid of movies and that kind of stuff. And I, this it's the right it's probably the right call. Um, wow, this listen to this. Yeah, they said in a note, actual written memo that was leaked. Okay, this is some, from somebody who works at Walmart. Got this in an email, took a picture of it, and leaked it. Uh, Department five, please remove and discard all Starfield Xbox video game yeah. cartridge or uh, discs. Uh, let's see, on Monday, January twenty second, the Xbox Series X Starfield video game will be marked down to three cents to prepare for its disposal at store level. Thank you for helping in this process. Why, Why that one? I don't know. Well, it's not just that one. There are others. This is just the one that got leaked, but there are definitely others. Yeah. Um, I mean, my guess is because uh, not that I think it's exactly one to one, but I'll bet it's close to one to one digital on that on that thing because it's either Game Pass or he just bought it. You know. Yeah. There's a couple of things. Yeah. uh, You know, like you said, Game Pass is probably eating into that, and they're probably going, "Why are we even doing this?" And they're probably trying to maybe strong arm a little bit and it's, it's a lot of truth going on with it. Plus the fact that, like I said, these are all locked behind lock and key, except for the Gettysburg thing. That's probably sitting on a shelf somewhere, but everything else is behind lock and key and they'll never have anybody back there anyway. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's if, if I'm buying a physical copy of a game, I either order it online or I go to, to EB games. Wow. Games? EB right? Games? Yeah. Electronics Boutique. Is that name of the company? Right? Yeah. Is that what they still call it? Well, they, I think <laughs> GameStop. they're gone. GameStop. Oh, yeah. GameStop now. <laughs> EB's we gone. We were talking about Electronics Boutique earlier. Yeah. EB, got bought. EB, got, EB got bought along with what? Babbage's, Software, et cetera. Right. They all got eaten up by GameStop. I want to yeah. see that new movie yeah, I, about the investor thing. Have you seen trailers for that? I have seen trailers for it. I have indeed. It's and I also bought Tetris World, by the way. Oh my lord! For why? PC for why? some reason. What for? Because it, it was at the store for fifty cent. <laughs> Good lord! That is about what it's worth, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's. I was like, I was like, oh, what is this? It's so yeah. You know, it's it's. And I found a PlayStation game too, so I had to pick that up. You know. Yeah, because that's what you do. Too. If there was a They're CRT more there, more rare. If there was a CRT there, it would be in your house right now. You'd be looking at it. Nah, not necessarily. Are you all done you with your know. CRTs? You're done collecting those? You don't know. No, no. It's, it's certain sizes I'm <laughs> done with. It's like okay, I've got enough of those. Okay. I don't. I don't need any more of those. Oh, let me play your file. Uh, you tell me. Oh what, yeah, you gotta guess. You gotta guess my game. Yeah, um, give me some uh, info is, here. What do you got? Mine's about uh, what? About nine years earlier uh, on the NES platform. So it's the NES 1988. This is an action platformer. All right. Who made it? Published, Who published it? Published by Tecmo. Ooh, Tecmo. Tecmo. All right. Action platformer Tecmo. I always think of just their sports Tec- games. We need, to, we need to have a whole episode about Tecmo. We just need to. They such a unique 
thing with Tecmo. Yeah. I, I like Tecmo. Yeah, don't forget our our very own community dude, uh, Wooge Man, made an entire Wooj. hacked ROM of that and put a bunch of yes. our names in it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Frog Pants teams and Love stuff. It. Make make us one of these Tecmos. That's right. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, I'll play it and see what we get. Is it okay? Wait, you said it was a tech mode action platformer. Action platformer. Action platformer. So if you're asking if it's football, no. No, I didn't think so. Um, I mean, what was Tecmo doing back then? All right, let me ask you this. I get my three questions. Tech right. Oh, Tecmo makes um little uh, ninja guy game uh a little ninja, ninja guy. guy little little ninja, ninja dude guy running around not kind of like um you know sega had their shinobi series this was like that sort of side scrolling okay. chucking stars oh i think this is are it. you asking questions all right let me ask you this question <laughs> is it features does it does it feature ninjas as the main thing the the point of the thing is it's there about ninjas? Are no hidden ninjas. They're ninjas. <laughs> there are ninjas. <laughs> okay. But you can't see them. But they're um, in there. Every game has ninjas. You just can't see them. This well, one actually you can see them. This one you can see them. Did this did yeah. this go on to be uh, a long series or were there just a couple? Like it, what's a few? Yeah. you say a few. According to what you it's according to what you define as as a few. You know, well, three. It's a well beloved <laughs> series. How about that? Few is a three. So is it more yeah, okay. than a three, or is it? Uh, was there more than three? Well, if it's the thing I'm thinking of, there had to be because there's modern ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there more than three? I don't know. Are you asking the question? I'm asking you. Are there more yeah, than three of this game or of this I series? Think there's more than three. You think there's, yeah, there's more like than three. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, here's one more. I don't think Tecmo owns that, though. No, let me think for a minute. There's ninjas, and there's more than three. That means it probably at least got 16-bit treatment, maybe even further out than that. Yes, yeah, NES game, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, final question. Was this also in arcades at some point? Yes, it was actually started the arcade. Okay, it's not Shinobi, though. Because Shinobi wouldn't be on Nintendo. Mm, and it wouldn't be Tecmo. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, say there's like a uh, final answer on the how many Ninja Gaiden. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Five, oh, I said the word. Oh, it's Ninja I'm Gaiden. The word. That's the one there I was gonna go. say. That was my answer. You're welcome. That's... I was reading the dang thing, and I was reading, <laughs> and I said the word. You're welcome. <laughs> I was leaning. I was leaning toward Ninja Gaiden. I was. it. The one I always Foiled think of is the, my own stupidity. The original Xbox Ninja Gaiden was awesome. Oh my gosh, it was such yes. a good game. Okay, so it is Ninja Gaiden. There you go. Ninja Gaiden, everybody. Go. Give Scott one of these. And Brian gets one of these. Whoops, not that. Uh, but, don't, but don't feel bad. You you know, you write it by accident. It's okay. It's yeah, what happens. Yeah. It just happens. It happens. <laughs> At least, I mean, Scott's, Scott's left the 
the title of the game in this audio clip before where they actually say the name yeah. of the game in the audio clip. So, I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's, good. it's okay. However this stuff works out, is fine. It looks like Sean, I'm trying to see if anyone in the chat. Oh, before that Ninja, I'll say there's Skits319 oh, skits, got skits, it. Skits, All right, Skits, you win, good. dude. Nice, Nicely done. Uh, well, that was fun. Always fun. Now this. Welcome to the Treasure Room. That's right. We're going to do a quick, uh, we got a phone call. All right. This is a follow-up from Wooj Man, who's in our oh, chat today. Uh, yeah. He sent this in regarding uh, Sonic um, and our coverage of Sonic last week, Sonic and Knuckles. And here's what he had to say. Hi, Brian and Scott. Uh, this is Wooj Man, a.k.a. Dennis, or Wooj Man, a.k.a. Dennis, or <laughs> a.k.a. Dennis, a.k.a. Wooj Man. I don't know. doesn't really matter. Um, was calling and just wanted to point out what I felt like was a glaring flaw in the episode on Uh-oh. Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. You were talking about other Sonic games, and you failed to mention Sonic Mania, which many Sonic fans, including yeah. myself, yeah. kind of consider the quintessential Sonic game. It's kind of born out of all the uh, ROM hack scene and uh, kind of remixes all of the Sonic 16-bit games into one. So uh, definitely worth checking out. Also, uh, when are we going to get some uh, Scott and Brian Frog Pants football action? Um, oh, with, yes. With the Super Bowl coming up, seems like a perfect time. Thanks. Mm. Viva la Frog Pants. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah. Which is absolutely right. I agree Sonic on Mania. all points. I, yeah. Yeah. Can I, I buy, I can buy that now, right? That's a game that I can go out and just pick up on Steam. Oh, yeah. You can, you can actually pick that up on Steam. Sonic Mania. Um, absolutely. You are so correct there, Wooj. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, I own this? How you have I not do. played I probably this. own it. I own this. I'm going I'm to play this. Of course this. you do. Yeah. You know so what? Good. I am going to play this. This is also, man, this reviewed in the 90 percentiles. This is uh, yeah, People so like this shit. So good. And it's like, like graphically, it's a real, it's the big throwback, right? Like Right, yeah. And it's got Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. It's got all the things. You know what? I'm installing this later. Good That's call out. Hey, anytime we miss something. Yeah, well done. How glaring. But we could have some fun doing a stream where we finally figure out how to, you know, do some multiplayer with something like an old game like Tecmo Super Super uh, Tecmo Bowl. Oh, that's even. Yeah, that's pretty good too. Yeah, that'd be all right. So wait, wait, wait. Is can we we can't play? um, Oh, I guess not. I guess we can't. We have to play as our teams, right? We have what was our team names? I forget. I could do too. Can't (laughs) go back. I don't remember shit about nothing. I don't remember nothing. I I can't remember squat. So who published this? Sega published this? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so did. this is so this was a bunch of hackery that just the Sega said, "Yeah, we like what you've done." They I'm, brought it in. Yeah. Well, this is like the this is like the opposite of Nintendo. <laughs> you know what Nintendo does, fall. right? Because Nintendo just well, goes, uh, "Hey, you're a dick, and we're going to sue you and right. t- turn you into mush when we're done." That's what Nintendo does. I, I just oh, I just saw. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. I just saw. Uh, Spyro down there and that reminded me because I was looking at mods earlier and I had found where they had this and I just posted in discord and it's a mod for Spyro and it's the only mod that I desirous to use okay I'm in take a look at that link okay here oh wait. see that I'm not in discord now I am there's, oh my gosh dude what's a, going on with Spyro there's a chonky Spyro mod <laughs> That wow. turns into a chubby little to dragon. what to what end? What is the point of this here? To to the end that I want to see a fat roly poly <laughs> purple. Uh, there's a video <laughs> of this too. 
purple dragon. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's all chubby. This is, I have the new game. This is what the mod's for, right? Yes. Is the, yeah, the remasters. Yeah. I believe it is. Yes. I, those games are great, dude. They're so good. Yeah. So good. I used to think there was no way those would be good because just moving a dragon around kind of seemed like it might suck. But yeah. I was wrong. Those games are awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get a, He needs to be chunkier. He's not that big. Like really, I think he's up. the perfect amount of chunk. Okay, I I think if he was any more round, he wouldn't be dragon shaped. He would be ball shaped, man shaped, man. Uh, I can't wait to play Sonic Mania. It got me in the mood. I'm doing yeah, that yeah. tonight. I really am. I'm doing. Well, I have core after this, and then I'm going to play that video game. That's what I'm going to do. You're going to do it. Going to do. It. I well might play done. some. Uh, I might play some more mod the server of, of Unreal Tournament. That's oh, yeah, you should do that because that's mm-hmm. also installed and ready to go. Brian's got the server all ready to go. We're going to play a bunch of that next week, and hopefully during the week we'll get some time to play each other. We'll stream some of that shit. Oh, oh, Brian. it's going to be so good because I'm practicing my headshots, and I can't wait to frustrate Scott with the headshot. Yeah. Headshot. I think you're in trouble. I played so much of this game. You might be in trouble. I'm just saying. I I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna depend. It's like uh, I know you have more experience, but is it like riding a bike? Will you be able to just pull it up and use what you had, or if you lose, if you use, don't use it, you lose it. Well, all I know is I fired up a arena match with seven bots all at maximum, and I right. won. So I'm just saying. Get ready, dude, to get ready. Whatever. You're going to be on the other Kill end of you. my... Oh, you killed a bot. You're going to get <laughs> You're gonna get flack from my flack cannon right in your flack face. So watch for that. Flack face. Flack face. You're going to get a chainsaw gun to the face. The chain blade. What are those things with the blades that shoot out? You're going to oh, get one of those. Those are cool. What are those called? I, I don't have to called. know the name of them to, to whoop your butt with them. Flack cannon was my favorite because I just loved... The two, you know, it was basically a shotgun in normal mode, and then right click meant it would yeah. shoot these grenades. I love that. Uh, I like the rocket launcher a lot, and you could load up three and fire I them. Love the alternate fire. Yeah. Alternate fires. Alternate great. fires were yeah. that was it. That game's big, you know, innovation was bringing yeah. alt fire to arena shooters, and it was, yeah, uh, it was amazing. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk I love about holding it. the gun sideways, even though it just, it just sucks, but it looks cool. That's right. So we're gonna talk about it. Unreal Tournament next week. Uh, does anyone remember the Morpheus level? Well, I do. Yeah. Do you remember t- uh, face, uh, yeah, Facing uh, Worlds? Our, our I do. Matrix was getting dipped in everything. That's right. And I used to piss people off at work and just rock these souls. You know what? You're screwed, dude. Like, yeah. We're going to play and you're going to lose. And that'll right, be we'll great. See. We'll see. We'll see. You know uh, what? I have yeah. nothing to lose. No, nothing to lose. Everything to gain. Because I can just go back and go, ah, I was a quick three guy. Yeah. <laughs> or Brian, Brian could mod the server to put a hidden Redeemer missile launcher somewhere. And Oh, don't think I haven't thought away. about it. Yeah. I don't think I haven't thought about it. I'm like, oh, what could I do? I could slow his, I could slow his guy down and speed mine up. Mm. That's right. Mm. I will have Instagib. He will have Nevergib. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's next week. All around the discussion of Unreal Tournament. So get your twitchy fingers ready for that. In the meantime, I'd like to thank some patrons. Hootie42 and Mick Smith both joined us at our patreon.com slash play retro website, which is important because that's how this show is paid for. Uh, look, you can go and get the free public version, but you'll have to listen to ads. Do you not want to listen to those? Boo. Good news. You can avoid all that. By signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash play retro. No commercials ever, pre-show content every week, and other cool benefits that are yours only if you sign up today. 
Mm, like maybe it. some preferential treatment on the Unreal tournament server. Hmm. If only you knew who ran it. Hmm. I know. Hmm. Uh, Brian, that's going to do it for us. I hope everyone listening goes home and they play something retro. Uh, for those who are watching live, stick around. Core will be on in about 45 minutes or so. Yeah. So I got to hurry up and post this one, I guess. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. Chucky Spyro! Get more at frogpants.com. Red with blood. <laughs> <laughs>